0: Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, beckons the members of the LGBTQ plus squared, members of the LGBTQ community to call, you know, it's a call to arms. It's a call to arms, a.k.a. strapping up. Her tweet specifically said, to my friends in the LGBTQ plus, there's two T's in there, community, The Supreme Court is coming for us next after the Roe v. Wade. You know, the moment has to be a call to arms. This is the moment. So, in other words, you know, Lori Lightfoot said, you know, every fucking, you know, sissy out there, every gay guy Get you know every gay person get a GAT, every lesbian get your LMGs, every transsexual get your Taliban special, every spy gets a faux five, every sissy gets a fifty, every faggot gets an FN, every homo gets a fofo every dyke hold the sights, every butch gets a bomb, and a rifle named Tom, who shoots all over Harry dick and Tom. Come on, you know, come on. Lori Lightfoot got a rifle and she's shooting niggas just like you. Welcome to the weekend show, ladies and gentlemen. This is the weekend show with Medium J. I'm your host, Medium J. And you know I come correct with this shit. Now, I don't know about you, but have you ever seen a soldier in heels? Let's just let's just let's just throw that out there. Have you ever seen a soldier in drag? You know? You know what I'm saying? Like a motherfucker in the trenches, with uh, that 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 makeup on. You know, lipstick. He's going through the trenches, and he's got a he's got his eyelashes did. You know, he's crawling through the dirt. He's he's in the middle of the woods with his rifle shouldered. You know what I mean? And a handbag on the side. One it can carry one grenade. It's small enough to carry just one grenade. You know, yeah, uh, you know? in in the tank, it does. Is, is the tank holding, you know, like a like a sauna, you know, or or a, a nail salon to get your nails done inside the tank? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, these are just jokes, people. But it's kind of ridiculous to just tell an, a member of, you know, have any minority to just go, hey, listen, get your guns up, get your guns up, and let's ride out. Get your guns up, homie. And and Lori Lightfoot seems like such a bridge troll. She looks like a girl. <laughs> she looks like Mo Sizlac, but like decrepit and old. If, if Mo was real and, and black and a woman and a Mayor of Chicago, she looks like a like a, a bridge troll. Like she she looks like someone you see underneath, like one of those old fables. And it's like you give her you give her some coins, and then she she, she, she puts a spell on your enemies. Like that's who she looks. She looks like a, like Smeagol almost. She looks put her next to Smeagol. And you can kind of see what I'm getting at. Well, now, uh, you know, I was in her LGBTQ. Uh, two a plus squared. Uh, you know, square means you know everything that comes after is squared. The square means I, I'm I'm just adding the square. I don't think the square is actually in it, but the square is like to cap off because it's a constantly evolving um, acronym. It's an, it was one of the acronyms that, that that they added the two a and two. I think there's an s in there that that just came out recently. So the square is something to represent a window of of. Where you can open it up and and anything in the future, you know, I'm already capitalizing in the square. So the square is 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 the idea of anything that comes next after this current uh, recording of the podcast. But I, I was in her army, right? I was in Lightfoot's army. I was because I'm I'm queer. Like let's 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 just branch off. I'm I'm a queer guy. I personally don't like sex just throw that out there. I do, I don't. I don't. I'm not I'm a guy that goes I think logically like Elon Musk, you know. I'm, I'm grinding out. I'm doing I'm like drop, dropping podcasts, I'm making music, I'm doing all this stuff. And by the way, I just made a, a music video. Go check out Tater Thoughts. It's uh it's a nice it's a nice single off my upcoming album dropping October 31st. Just like last. It's going to be the the add-on to the Mortals Make Messiah's Mortals Edition. We going to drop the Messiah's Edition. And it's it's going to be hot, guys. It's going to be hot. But the single that I just dropped is, you know, a little intro, a little preview of things to come. But uh, I digress. I am so busy. I'm so laser focused in my work that I often forget about my biological needs as a man to reproduce and have sex. So um, it makes me queer because I, I don't. I often... I'll see like maybe an attractive girl and I will think, "Hmm, I wonder what she thinks about when she goes to sleep at night, not what she looks like naked, you know what I'm saying?" Uh, but, it, but, but so I'm queer, right? I'm a very strange guy. A lot of people tell me I'm strange. So I I've adopted the, the queer attitude. Not necessarily like men, but I don't mind them, you know? So I was in I was in this bitch and now let me let me tell you, I was in a squad. I was a fifth level Marine pilot in Lori Lightfoot's mm-hmm. army. I was a four star brigadier general. I was the third best for longest held breath underwater. I was second to none. I was the first up to train in the day and the last to leave at night. I was Lori Lightfoot's finest. They actually. They actually gave me the Lightfoot Medal of Honor for having the lightest feet while doing a 25,000 mile run, 25K ma- marathon. Not even made a sound. I didn't breathe. I, got, I, I earned my medals. My medals were earned, not given. No one can pass me. I stacked medals up to the sky, top of my field. No one came close to the records that I set. And you wanna know why no one can compete with me? Cause I was a trans woman competing in a woman's division. These poor women couldn't see what was hitting them. You know, we'll we'll, we'll we'll talk about, in tug of war, flawless. I yanked women out of the air. I yanked them, they were feet flying, they came flying, crashing down, I had to dodge them, I, I pulled them so fast, so hard and fast, no, eh, eh, no, nothing sexual, cause I'm queer, I pulled them so hard and fast, that they were coming at me, I had to dodge, I had to dodge them like artillery, which was also training for my next, my next rogue missions, you know, I climbed the walls the, the the wall mountains the fastest whilst upon the wall i prevented other biologically feminine contestants from completing the course by pushing them off i stood guarded i was pushing them down they would come up as soon as someone was coming up close to me i'd push them back down that's what i did and i could i could out these because i was still a biological male but a trans I was trans and queer. Tr- queer trans You know my trench call crawl was barred none. No one no one could stop me when I was crawling through the trenches, you know, in those courses. Thanks to my big meaty shoulders. I had my big, big meaty shoulders. shoulders. No one could stop me. You no know, wrestling exercises. The wrestling got a little bit weird. I'm not gonna lie. You know cuz uh, this one chick got me in a triangle and not going to lie man she had it in she had her legs locked around my neck you know and i've been there before it's not the first time i had pussy in my face you know check check the check the one song that i had in my face you know on captain Savo, that, you know you know it was a callback way back in the from the early days in the fans you know what i'm saying mm-hmm she had her legs locked on my neck in a triangle and she was squeezing the shit out of me but i was just flexing my neck i took it so what i, I was getting kind of annoyed though cuz a lot of people thought she was going to choke me out i was not even let's let's be honest i was not even close to getting choked out by these these girl legs around my neck it's not the first time i had Girl, legs around my neck, you know what I'm saying? So I picked this girl up, right? I picked her up rampage style. I picked her up rampage style. Then I power bombed her. I straight up power bombed her, you know, with the with the power bomb suplex. It, you know, smashed her all her organs. You know, broke her spine, neck snapped, skull cracked, brains bleeding out. She just she instantly dead, right? And it was it was awkward as fuck. You know what I mean? Because we were doing training exercise. We were doing wrestling training exercise, and I killed her. You know, so I didn't even think I power bombed. I gave her like a tenth of what uh, Rampage did to that dude in the in the ring. And what uh, But uh, yeah, they kicked, they kicked me out. I'm not gonna lie. I, she died off the impact alone. And, you know, they kicked the honorable discharge because I was. Quick. If I was an actual man, and I did that, I'd I'd be facing war crimes right now. But they couldn't really touch me because uh, I was a tra- trans queer man, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I got kicked out immediately, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what Light- that's what Lightfoot's uh, thing. This is what she wants. She wants gay soldiers, right? She wants gay street streets violence. Uh, the crime in Chicago's no laughing matter, though. You know 30 people this weekend has been shot you know this week so as a recording of this podcast this weekend you know 33 people have been shot five of these shots were fatal now although lightfoot said we cannot allow any of our public spaces to become platforms for danger this weekend five of those shootings it, 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 the victims were uh, located in the first police district so like the the, the The biggest district of Chicago's police district, they're just you know five of these shootings went on, and and, you know there's no real end to this madness. And she's so what her plan of action is is that she wants to ban minors from millennial parks after dark, uh, six p.m. to be exact. You know, no uh, no minor can be out at a you know without a responsible adult. Like one that doesn't tell a group of people to bear arms. That's that's not a responsible adult. Uh, Chicago, often labeled as Chirac, is one of the most dangerous places in America. If not the world, you know what I'm saying? It's like the most deadliest city. Uh, in, when it comes to crime, violent shootings, passings, even third world countries somehow have less murders uh, on a, on any given weekend. And, and these are third world countries that are war torn. We're talking about actual Iraq, Iraq and Iraq. If you compare the two, you know, as far as uh, deaths in a weekend concerned, you can pick out an, a weekend in Chicago and a weekend in Iraq and go, maybe we should take that trip to Iraq, honey. I don't think we got to see the, you know, I got to see the Chicago, the windy city, you know what I'm saying? Cause uh, it's it's, a, it's a, a apparently it's a windy city filled with lead flying through the city, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and it's wild that uh, Lori Lightfoot would come out and and say these tweets about and especially banning like children from the parks after dark. It's just it's setting a precedent. So it's like we're pushing people that want to stay safe inside and just let the guys. I think Chicago was also also the one uh city that had uh they had this thing like where like people were having gangs shooting outs in the street and the police didn't intervene or anything they didn't stop it they didn't know arrests were made because it was a mutually like it was a, a mutual combat zone or something they said there's mutual combat zones now in uh in uh chicago or something like that where just two gangs are can go have at it on the streets which is wild man and it's like slowly making like it's like a fucking gotham it's like a city gotham like it's there's gonna be a couple of guys like batman or something just rising up in the ranks of of fucking like just fighting crime like i can't imagine being a police officer in chicago because first of all like dude like your own mayor's like yeah just, just let him let him fight it out all the gay people need to strap up uh no, anybody under under sixteen not allowed to go out to the park at six p.m. because shit gets a little little wild up in here. And it's like, and you see little Lori Lightfoot with a with like a, a in a penguin tux next to a a dude with a, a suit with a bunch of question marks on it, and then a guy in clown face makeup with a gun. Just like, yeah, gets a little wild out the dark over here. You <laughs> know, it's uh it's wild to think that this shit's going on and it and this mayor. Is literally almost feeding into the gangs. Uh, Maybe a gang member has her under her her wing, his wing, or her. You know, you know, women women could be gang leaders too, guys. Uh, But yeah, Chicago doesn't need more guns. Chicago doesn't need more people in the streets with guns. Chicago doesn't need to fucking hide the children away. And they need to crack down on certain things. Why is there a problem at Millennium Park, specifically after dark? And it was, if it's always happening, it, you know, just have some more people policing it. Have some people policing the places. And it's like, I highly doubt that. It's, it's I highly doubt if you keep giving, you know, these successions or whatever, what, concessions, keep giving these concessions to, uh, these gang members, you're conceding into, like, their lifestyle, eventually your city's going to look like, you know, like a comic book fucking territory of, like, a gritty city that just, it, it's like no man's land, it's a lawless wasteland that Chicago is becoming, man. And it's it's sad. Uh, and, yeah, we specifically don't need members of the LGBT walking around with, with, with choppas on deck, you know what I mean? Because they're already a... A community that feels that they need some sort of revenge. A lot of a lot of them. Especially with what happened with Dave Chappelle. You know, Dave Chappelle, he makes jokes for a living, man. And he got rushed by this queer. And he, we all seen wh- how that turned out, man. It's like, it's very hard to sneak up on somebody with high heels. I'm just going to throw that out there again, man. It's very hard. Uh, but yeah, we don't need, like, there needs to be more policing, it's like and i can't believe like it's like not even being said at least some sort of maybe maybe some sort of community that like instead of these kids coming out of school doing nothing like either you know either rapper ball player have some more fucking like communities open some more fucking cuz like I don't care how gangster you are. I don't see good dudes walking like you know black drug dealers walking into like a community basketball game and shooting up the place. It's more like yo, it's more like just there's nothing going on. there's you know just big trap hosts, and then shit gets shit pops off usually in in the ghetto, right, but if they had just more infrastructure. You know more places for kids to go outside of school. They can't. They less time to get wrapped up into the street life, right? Like just community centers, maybe little computer uh, libraries and shit, and just teach teach these kids fucking a bet like a a way out at least, because like too many kids are getting wrapped up in these fucking gang lifestyles. And you know we got to stop the violence. But when a person's hungry, man. We I mean, we you know when, you know they tend to run down a long list of ideas of how to get food, and and a lot of the time, it ends in violence, man. So it's like yeah, the infrastructure would help a person if they had a solid community. But if they don't even have a solid household and they're broke, struggling, or whatever, in severe poverty, it is. You can kind of see how you're you're led astray that that path. Now, gotta throw it out there: Chicago is the trenches, man. Uh, but having a mayor that thinks that she's got John Gotti uh, probably doesn't help, man. She literally looks like she looks like she looks like a person that thinks that they're a mob boss. She looks like a fucking. Uh, you know, one of those super villains with one of those swiveling. Cha- well, I got a swiveling chair, but I'm talking about one of those evil chairs. This is like, check out this shit. It's like a gaming chair. It's not that evil. You see a lot of e-girls have it. A lot of, you know, streamers have this. But uh, she looks like one of those people that has one of those, you know, made of actual human bone chairs. Those bone thrones, if you will. She looks like that. She looks like, uh, well, she looks like uh, fucking like a mob boss. Uh but remember that tweet that she had that's like get vaxxed and like 100 dollar bills and she was like posing she was like she did like Wu-Tang she was like Wu Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang or some shit she was like Whew. she was like doing like a fucking like a, a like a pose with all the money she was, like what's up get vaxed motherfucker get vaxed or we going to track you what's up it was wild it was a wild tweet because that was a mayor that was legitimately a mayor a mayor of chicago and uh i don't know it kind of just no one really talked about him it had people were like so in-depth and so many people under the payroll of uh of the the vac the vaccine companies like especially you know big the big pharma they're all getting money and sponsorships but uh It's just wild that like they didn't They didn't really acknowledge her tweet They're just like oh yeah Mayor Lightfoot Just trying to encourage the the black youth To get vaccinated you know what I'm saying Because to be honest man You know who takes photos like that this is actually like cool like usually real cool like you know drug dealers or like you know motherfuckers flexing oh you know the people up in the sub- suburbs see a rapper do it and they do it next to their money and shit but usually a lot of those people are like serious drug dealers that do that like it's like pose on instagram next to their pile of money or put a tweet out there with with a pile of money with a chain on and just you know just throwing up sets and shit a lot of those people are fucking deadly, and a lot of those people, you know, they deal, you know, life or death situations, you know, at least, you know, a couple of times a week, I don't know, daily, I'm not too sure how uh, how gang lifestyle is, would it be every, because imagine every day being a gangster, and every day you're just waking up like, oh man, God. you know, when you're thinking about, worried about clocking in, you're like, I can't be late, my boss gonna kill me, and then, and then, and then, you know actual drug dealers are like dude if i'm actually late with this money my boss is going to he's going to fucking kill me like seriously i'm going to wind up in a river and you know my family might be next you <laughs> know like it'd be wild if it was every day there i'm sure there's some good you know some good moments in the, uh, the the highlights of the drug life is like probably like dancing with a you know dancing in vip with like a whole bunch of stacks well i guess the highlights would be flexing doing the wu-tang symbol Next to your fucking st- stack of cash, you know what I'm saying? You got a whole bunch of cash. That, that's a highlight. Yeah. So, but like those people probably don't even think about vaccines. They probably are like, dude, like, what? What's the percentage of chance uh, I'm going to die from COVID? What's the percentage of chance I'll die of the vaccine? either way it doesn't even fucking matter. I'm not going to pull up in the vaccine cuz I don't want motherfuckers to know my name cuz I'm you know I'm 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 Big James in the street. I got a gun and I got a couple murders out there. I the less people know about me the better, right? Uh there's warrants so out for my arrest, right? I'm not going to get vaccinated, dude. Just get the fuck out of here, right? Especially cuz they go like what's what's covid? The risk of covid point nine point point one one zero percent I don't know. So the death I'm going to fucking... I wake up every day with a point, you know, f- whatever, you know, bounty on my... Point whatever million dollar bounty on my head. Motherfuckers are trying to kill me. I, you know, I'm sure those drug dealers don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? they like, dude, like, I'm moving in the street. You know, I see a lot of people. You know? I, I'm fucking... I'm a, I built up natural amino. <laughs> you know? A drug dealer with glasses on. You know, actually... Laurie, I, w- I would i was considering getting the vaccine but uh with the amount of transactions i make and the amount of cash that i touch i've actually built an ov- overtly unnatural natural immunity my immunity, my natural immunity is four to six times better than you know i've checked my isotopes and i've seen my spiked leveled proteins i'm actually f- vibrantly healthier than the average person thanks to natural immunity and constantly touching cash and constantly packing up drugs and and handing off bags and picking up bags of this and you know and a lot of the times we do wear gloves and, and masks while we're cooking meth so as we're we're 10 steps ahead of you guys right This is a drug dealer arguing with uh, lori lightfoot but, but uh it's just wild to think that, she, like, who the fuck is she appealing to with those tweets? Like these tweets that she has, like, is it Chief Keef? Like, uh, hopefully, Chief Keef and his gang, O Block, you know, Glow Gang or whatever, you know, they, they hopefully they 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 get they get to the to their doctors and make an appointment because they have yet to get the first dose. You know, wow, Chief Keef's rapping about like murders and stuff. It's just wild. It's wild to think like, because like Lightfoot what are you doing with your life, bruh, you know, you gotta, we gotta be honest, this whole getting called to arms thing, it's, it's a little cringy, baby, you know, get back to, uh, swinging at passengers with a a big wooden stick filled with bees that you normally do, you fucking troll face looking bitch she 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 honestly look like her hair looks like al Sharpton her chin looks like uh her chin looks like 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 she's got the mo. she's got a moat looking mug, and her body looks like she could be one of the seven dwarfs you know one of the seven dwarf rejects just it's not a good look like this is look for Chicago but is she even tough on crime? I don't know. It, it seems like she's really good at letting more crime like it has been more crime in Chicago. And and the end the, note we'll just end it. We will end, end this little bit light foot. You know, maybe get a heavy foot, you know, on crime. You know, maybe put your foot down sometime instead of like Telling the, the L like who's gonna fight crime in Chicago? Because I hope it's not the LGBTQ plus community. For real, for real. Like, dude, really? Like, we got we got this nigga named Jose, you know, in 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 leather pants and and a very deep V neck. It's a very deep V neck, ladies and gentlemen. And he talks like this listen sister you're not gonna you know you don't, I don't know it's very hard listen sister you know we strapped him you know and he's rubbing his he's rubbing his his AR-15 like it's a cock he's like we're gonna we're ready to blow on your face and and shoot all up on your chin if you fuck if you fuck around in Chicago we got these sticks for your butt hmm like Prince, <laughs> show them your game face, boys. <laughs> Pose now. <laughs> they got the gun in the air and, and and they're twerking. They're all men just twerking. Again, If that's our line of defense. I think I'm joining the Taliban, boys. <laughs> If if, that's the, if Lori Lightfoot's gay army is our only line of defense, you know, let's just, uh, I'm, by the way, you know, I'm in Chicago now, so, I'm in, like, you know, last week I was in Texas, I'm in Chicago now. You know, if Lori Lightfoot's the, got these gay people running around, I think I'm gonna have to commit myself to a life of a crime because, like, dude, like... I can't just get saved by a homo, homosexual while he's giving me a mouth-to-mouth and he's stroking my chest. And, and, and you go, what the... What, what's your dog doing? And his buddy's over there, like, you know, just giving me ass massages. You know, he's like, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Yo, get off me. I'm good. Because I've had an equal amount... Like I got a big ass. I got a fat ass. It's on a level Kim Kardashian ass. I got a very nice, supple butt. A lot of girls like to grab it, and and it's gone to a point where it's a sexual harassment. But the same amount of girls touching my ass as the same amount of guys that touch my ass, which I don't condone it. I don't like it's very uncomfortable. I'm gonna get uncomfortable when girls slap my ass, you know, especially when I'm I'm giving to them, you know, I'm saying I'm smacking their ass. I'm, I'm doing my thing. I'm I'm the man in this. And then she comes around and just slaps my ass even harder than I slapped her asses is a tough thing to deal with as a man constantly getting because my ass is uh, it's about as fat as Kim's and, and it's nice it's nice and you just want to play with it I look in the mirror sometimes I turn myself on you know my ass is so fat right now <laughs> but uh, if we had you know like a whole infantry of I wouldn't be able to say no I, for a soldier if he wants to get his way with me And we'll leave it at that. Moving on. So speaking of Kim Kardashian, speaking of Chicago, and we'll talk about Kanye West. Now, Kanye West is from Chicago. He even named one of his children Chicago. You know, Kanye suffers from this thing called bipolar disorder. It's also known as manic depression. It's a mental illness that brings severe highs and lows in, in their mood swings and changes in sleep, energy and thinking and behavior. No. Personally I don't think anything's wrong with Ye. He's like a he's like a bum that made good, right? He was one of those guys that came from the trenches of Chicago, one of the hardest, you know, cities in in in, in America, right? It's uh, it's a tough he came from fucking trenches of Chirac, man. And uh, the majority of his family isn't living on keeping up with the Kardashians the majority of his family you know still probably keeps it real he talks about a lot of the times this uh, this cousin that stole his laptop that he had like some homemade sex tapes on and claimed that his brother was gonna release him if he didn't have to if he didn't get like two hundred fifty thousand dollars give him like a quarter of a million or something He gave him quite a bit of money to get the laptop back and you know even even in that, see uh, that one instance, he said he even had to get a uh, he had to put like a lie detector test on his own cousin to make sure he didn't make more copies, like because he could have sent could have sent himself something. Or, but that's fucking wild to be like that's your your family, man. He grew up with, and he just you just fuck with you just for that bag. And he, I wonder what he did with that bag. You know, was it worth it? Was it worth it? Fucking around, Kanye bum cousins right but you know it's, it's wild because Kanye probably still has the, that one foot in you know Hollywood he's gone but he also has his family to be honest like his family is like his family's not making the payrolls that he is his family's not like the Kardashian family where they're all invested and they all have their multiple business business ventures. I'm sure Kanye West probably has a lot of his family on the payrolls and he's helping out. He's with their bills. And in Kanye West is a nice guy, right? He's he seems like he's, he's got this survivor's guilt where he feels like it's he feels guilty. Cause like, dude, Chicago's still dealing. We, we know how Chicago's dealing with the, the city, not as his, his daughter, Chicago's dealing with a whole lot of poverty. Dealing with a whole lot of struggles internally, gang warfare is high up. It, you know the mayor's fucking whacked out of her mind. It's got to be weird to know that you're si- and you, you're living good. It's right. He's living this, you know, in a whole Ohio or whatever Wyoming. He's kicked his feet up and he's loving life. Right. Uh, it's wild to uh, to think that you know he he's got these uh, he's these these. The survivor's guilt, you know, because I personally don't think anything's wrong with them, but he does have, you know, this case case in point for. Oh, sorry, I fucking stumbled through some shit. It's hard to read my writing. He, you know, here's the case in point for, for his survivor's guilt. He makes these clothes, right, that make you look like you're homeless, so that the rich upper echelons of white people, mostly white people, but the you know the the one percenters, you know, all the people that can afford Kanye West clothes. Are gonna look like you know the the poor people running around in Chicago, mostly black people, you know, with holes tatted up from being shot at, have the same look as someone on TV now wearing Kanye a Kanye a vintage Kanye West uh, Runescape wardrobe, you know, uh, his clothing line. Yeah, it looks like it's a fashion show for the homeless, right? He makes these ratty torn up clothes stylish again, and uh, it's kind of like a it's like a very it's like it's the robin hood with more steps initiative it's like he makes these clothes that are very and he's got a lot of he's probably got a lot of uh charities like the donda charity i think it was the donda church he's got a lot of things that uh invested i'm sure in in uh philanthropy philanthropy pill nah philanthropy He's got a lot of philanthropy, and I'm sure a lot in his own in his home city, especially helping the youth in the in the communities, right? Uh, so he would sell these clothes to the rich, right? And through this elaborate scheme of, of, of things called business, that he would eventually put money into. It's actually not even that much more steps. It's actually he's, Kanye West might be Robin Hood, you know? it might be Robin Hood because he's got like, dude. You've seen some of the clothes that only rich people can afford. And then the rich people are the only ones rocking. Like, I never would have gotten hyped up over Yeezys. I don't like Jordans either. I don't know. I, I see shoes. I'm like, fuck, man. Give me the basics. High tops. High tops. Give me some high tops with uh, not so much logos. There's some shit that looks drippy. I'll admit. There's some shit that looks pretty fucking cool. But I'm not like... I'm not, not into feet. I'm not into. Oh, sorry. Like shoes are cool, and if you got some nice shoes, you go. Oh shit, those are nice shoes. I seen a kid with nice shoes though. I've seen a kid with like the freshest like. I think there were Yeezys, to be honest, but they might have been knockoff Yeezys because they had like like Goku or something on. Oh no, I was thinking they were, they were Nikes. They're Nikes, so knockoff Yeezys. Yeah, but I think they had like fucking. It was written in like the Goku letters, and it was like anime. It looked pretty cool, and all. All in all, but. Um, getting back onto Kanye West I think there's this struggle and it's an internal struggle with Kanye West because he suffers from bipolar disorder but I don't think it's real I don't think none of that's real I don't think any mental else, illness is real but I think that Kanye West you know struggles with these two ideas of himself there's this loving smiling Kanye you know the good Kanye the happy Kanye the Kanye with his kids and family, you know, Kanye doing favors, you know, the old Kanye with his mom that he's, he, he wants to remember, right? The Kanye that embodies, you know, the creative energy and the music that helps you get through depression when you're fucking miles away on the other side of the earth and he's still reaching you and connecting to you, speci- you know, specifically to a whole generation of, of youth and, and individuals. That's the, the higher epilogue higher uh, upper echelons of Kanye West, right? That's the God mode Kanye West. The let's go to church. You know, let's preach. Let's do this Sunday thing. That's Kanye West in, in the the best form possible, right? Then there's this Kanye West that takes the microphone from Taylor Swift. You know, the, the Kanye West that doxes family and friends out of spite. The Kanye West that roasts people. The Kanye West that that, that says slavery uh, was a choice. Shit, the Kanye West that falls off the rails, but the Kanye West that fights, you know, paparazzi, the Kanye West that, you know, runs for president. And, uh, because <laughs> here's the thing it started off as good intentions, but then when you're running for president and rambling, a lot of the time, you know, you, you start trying to defend things that she just said as a creative spirit, as a rapper. Poem writers should never, you know, speak about politics. Because when I do, it's funny. I, I, I've noticed when I do, it's funny. I always try to wrap everything up in this big circle. Like, politics is like wrestling. And, you know, they, there are quotes that are like that. But I'll just say it's like wrestling. like Like WWE. And uh, we like to watch it, and so, and it just—it's like there's something that's almost there with I think every poem writer, it gets into politics because there's almost a thought that's there, and then it's like because the idea is with you know, poetry, rap, and rhymes, your idea is here's a metaphor that could be interpreted by anybody, but with politics, you want like clear messages. That, like, granted, there's a lot of stuff that you can't, There, I'd say rappers are good at, if they're being politicians, they're good specifically on the vagueness of promises. That's great, but anyone can be vague and promise things, right? There also has to be, like, this feeling that you're leading something. And I think, you know, a lot of rappers and a lot, well, musicians to be to begin with aren't good at that. Now the reason why Trump was so good is because he looked like he knew what he was doing. He looked like a guy that knew his next day, his next month, his next. Where do you see yourself in five years? I see. I see big plans in my. Th- you know, I can't do a Trump, but big plans. Ble- <coughs> Fuck. <clears throat> big plans. Big plans. So so big. You can't even imagine. Sometimes my head can't even wrap around that. Ah, fuck. I fucked up. But he'd say shit like that. It would just be... He'd always be sure of it. Even if he had no idea. And that was really one thing that was good about Trump. He's good at, like, roping people along. He'd be a great cult leader if he wanted to fucking... Go the Jim Jones route, just letting you know, Donald. But Kanye West, I think, fell underneath Trump's wing and thought, okay, we'll just do whatever Trump's doing. But dude, dude, you gotta—at a lot of the time with with when, when Kanye West was in, the, and I don't know how I was, I'm kind of breaking down but a lot of the time when Kanye West was running for president right he would go off the rails he would start crying during press conferences you know break down and a, a lot of that was not good for a leader it was great as a as a rapper it was great and emotional and, and it helped him move tapes right for sure helped him move tapes for sure and sold albums bro <laughs> but but as a president like you can't cry on the stand unless it's like for like 911 don't cr- don't cry over personal things because then people associate you bringing personal work in, and no one likes the no one likes the per- over a personal guy at work and and especially as a president cuz that's the that's the job right that's the number 1 job you don't you can't bring personal problems you know while you're doing your work as as a president and then that's like the lower form Kanye the, the 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 and dude every and I don't know who needs to know this more than Kanye West but every single person man struggles with this shit every single person and you know yeah everybody has mental like, mental illness is a term for people who don't fit in the structural bounds of society you know mental illness doesn't i don't think it really exists like adhd okay, there's some people that are gone off the rails schizophrenic and, and you know in another life they're weird ramblings if you can extract because dude a lot of the time mental, especially when kanye west rambles some of it's good you can take two or three golden nuggets of when kanye west is breaking down for two or three hours talking some of it's really good some of it is really like the 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 the, the inspirational things and the motivation you can extract from them. yeah it's a guy literally fucking on the brink of, of collapsing and going back into a mental hospital but at the same time he'll say like you know listen to your dreams don't you know don't don't let anyone tell you shit people are always trying to get at me doing this and that i do what i want and that's how i became successful now People go, oh, it's crazy, Kanye talking. You know, he's talking about the the DJs or whatever. But in reality, if you take three steps back, you can see that Kanye West is a guy that, even though he says a lot of weird stuff, he became a billionaire in his rightful own. He he became a, a music empire. You know, he started a label. He he's he's um, from, He went from producing which a lot of people said said he was never going to be a fucking rapper literally jay-z said that shit jay-z looked at him and go yeah this rapping shit's not for you you're a producer you're better at that and what he do he became i ultimately think kanye west is better than in jay-z more creative at least he's more influential because he's a producer turned rapper and, and he got literally albums with the guy telling him that he probably wouldn't be the best at rapping, and it's it's wild, man. So a lot of the stuff that you can look at as Kanye West is crazy, is is. I mean, he isn't has he's he even has a song where it's like, damn, everything I'm not made me everything I am. God damn, everything I'm not made me everything I am. Like it's he's a, a very wise intellectual person that sometimes should just stop talking. 20-30 minutes, you know, before, you know, he, he should condense his speeches a little bit better. And, like, dude, he'd be, like, an unstoppable. He'd be, because he always compares himself to guys that are of that elk, Elon Musk's and the Jeff Bezos's and the, uh, you know, the Steve Jobs of the world. But he, he is like those guys, except... <laughs> when you go off script, Kanye, you know what I mean. When you have like a script and you go off of it, sometimes you get into like almost podcasting form, where it becomes kind of satirical. And and especially when you're you're doing like an anti-abortion stance, it's not good to look like a, like kind of like you're just thinking about you're just fully forming your thoughts on stage at a conference during a president run. It's not a good look, right? But uh, I'll be honest, man. With the uh, the people that that love you, the people that care for you, they want to see you do well. Everybody wants to see Kanye do well, no matter how much of, of an ass he makes himself. You know what I'm saying? And uh, let's be honest, man. Anybody dude, with uh, the the un you know the unnatural and and anybody that loves this unnatural society. And doesn't have a heart and doesn't break down. I don't know. You're a cold individual. If you're one of those people that live your whole life, never had a public breakdown, never had a tough time in the world. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't went to work and just start crying. Like just felt like your place in the world wasn't right. You know, you felt, you know, something happened to you at, at you know, or it's a buildup of mixed emotions. Right? If you never had anything like that, right? You're a cold person. Right? You're a cold individual he's just someone that just shakes it off right like Taylor Swift his, Kanye West's mortal enemy you just shake off you, you just shaked off that you that you had an abortion Taylor come on huh? I understand why Kanye West is you know pro-abortion now but yeah you know, come, come all around right uh, so my advice to Kanye right is to keep smashing younger hotter chicks right that look like him you know he's got to smash these chicks right now but maybe mix it up, right, because, like, nothing is better than smashing chicks that look like Kim, but you got to find some, some, try an Asian Kim, try an East Indian Kim, maybe a Brazilian Kim, you know, someone, you know, Brazilian native, native Brazilian, because Brazilians over here, a little bit crazy, Brazilian down there without a butt lift, get her just normal, get a girl with a normal butt for once, right, and, and, you know, you'll see these girls got loyalty. People love you, Kanye. And you could probably find any chick. Uh, That's even better for you. We'll get the girl, right? We'll get these girls. And then they know loyalty. Or at least if you pay them enough, they'll pretend that they know it. And they'll pretend that they're loyal to you. Now, if you really want to get Kim back. Now, this is throwing away all the, the cheating and shit. Throwing away all the just... Uh, what is this? Now weird ass. Uh, there's like a let live and let live, you know. Uh, ah, it's fucking. It's on the tip of my tongue, but f- you know, you just live and let live. If you're trying to throw that aside, and you're trying to get Kim back. If you really want Kim back. My advice, once again, become three to four times more successful than you already are. Three to four times more successful than her. You know, they're 10 to 15 times more successful than her. Because you brought her up, right? That's what a lot of girls do. You're way better than her. You run her to your level and instantly she ruined it. You'll never, once a girl's at your level and she knows she's at your level, because, I mean, you guys got net worths. She's on your level. You have to, if you didn't boss up, you, you were trying to become president I would have been a boss she would, have, she would have been stuck with you you would have been a boss ass motherfucker but the fact that you didn't it, you're still at her level if not in the public's eyes a little bit lower she probably thought you were be- she was better than you dog and then the only way to get back at her now is to what grind did you have throughout the whole decades of, of you coming up making dope ass beats and dope-ass music. So, you just gotta find a fucking dope-ass sample. Flip it. Get maybe Lil Nas X on it. Maybe uh Tory Lanez, because he's popping off right now. And f- say, fuck it, get Lizzo into this bitch. If you're feeling a little dicey, get Tate McRae to do a duet with uh, Paul McCartney again. Yo, instantly bangers. Maybe get Rihanna on that shit. Because she, she just pregnant people want to hear what she's got to say. She you know, she about to have. She probably had that kid already. I so, was probably had that kid. It's been 4 months. Probably kid popped out right now. Rolled out in this world. Rolled out in this world. Then we know. We know Hollywood's got secrets. We know they got magic. But uh you got to think about it, man. You got to think Kim next to Ski Davidson. You know what I mean? Ski Davidson may fuck better than you. He may even have a better dick than Kanye. Listen. He may be but if, if you really think that, you know, once the sex is done, you know, it's nice. But you need someone to talk to. You need someone that, you know, inspires you. Someone that, you know, gives you a mix of emotions. And, you know, you don't even know. Once you left the conversation with them, you don't even know what really hits you. Cause, and, and no one can do that better than you, Kanye. You're a crazy-ass guy, but you imagine, like, a sit-down private. You know, dinner with Kanye West would be like it'd be. I'm sure you would. You wouldn't get bored. You know, you'd be a guy that can talk for hours. He, I mean, he should start a podcast. Kanye West should, if he started a podcast, I'm sure all of those ramblings would eventually turn to make sense, and he would get better at talking long form speeches, which I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear the Kanye. West. And and to be honest, shit, man, come on the podcast if you want. Open invite for, for yay no matter what no matter what stage of life you're at, bro. Uh, but, yeah. When she's with Ski Davidson, there's nothing to talk about. How many times can you hear, you know, those uh, throwaway SNL comedy bits? You know? Uh, once you just ran through the garnet of making her laugh, she's going to get bored, bro. <laughs> That's for real. She's going to get bored. You can't have just all jokes in a relationship because then your relationship just a joke. Believe me. I live a joke. A lot of women think I'm a joke. Uh, that's when I want to end it, right? <laughs> you know, Start start not taking anything seriously, including said relationship, right? But, yeah, the sex, you know, is good. But, like, can she compare a guy that barely, you know, he's not even the number one guy on SNL. Keenan Thompson, I think, is the head honcho of SNL right now. And maybe Kate McQu- Kingley? I don't know. I don't know. SNL, I don't know, but you know, you know, compared Skeet Davidson, second rank member, maybe even third rank member of SNL, tells shitty jokes to fucking the musical genius, you know, the producer turned rapper turned fashion biz- business empire mogul, he com- literally competing with Jordans. He's competing with Jordans, bro. Yeezys and Jordans—that's a hard. Like, I—I I, to be honest, did can it's, to this day I still think Jordans are ahead, but I think Yeezys are. When Ye, Kanye West made a song about it, Easy Easy just jumped over a jump man. It's wild. It's wild to. It's wild that he little. It's probably a freestyle too. He's really happy because it was it wasn't that good, but. Um, it's wild, you know, Kanye West. St- you can literally have a breakdown. You can run for president, fail miserably, have the world laughing at you, and still keep your career. That, like, and people still take you seriously. There's people defending to this day Kanye West could still probably run again and win. He just has to tighten up his schedule. I, and I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm one of the guys that believe Kanye West can truly be a fucking president. The the president of the not a the president of the United States, and it be it's gonna be wild because could you imagine the Keeping Up with the Kardashian shows? You yeah. know, imagine like the shows because she's gonna have to she wants that that first lady clout. She's gonna marry him again, so maybe to wrap this all up, if Kanye West you know gets a song out there, gets his wife back, or maybe you can you can get her like that, or maybe try running again. And with your interviews, make sure you don't trail off into no man's land. Don't trail off into this. Your thoughts, because your thoughts don't always need to be shared. But And I feel like Kanye West feels like it's an urgent sh- thought, because a lot of his thoughts are very provocative and, and, and self-explanatory. and also vaguely gives you a sense of, you know, motivational wear and, and what he's done and accomplished. He probably wants to get a lot of that out to share to a lot of this this media-driven generation, people that share way too much anyways, right? Uh, so, yeah, if he just stopped rail, railing on and plowing through and bulldozing through there's nothing wrong with taking a second to think about what you're gonna say next, Kanye. Sometimes silence isn't always violence. You know, sometimes silence is just you know just gathering your thoughts. Hold on, I'm gathering my thoughts, ladies, like ladies and gentlemen. Give it a, a minute, right? Sometimes, because a lot of what he says, even it's worth the wait. You know, <laughs> it's worth the wait, right? And then with his even in his music interviews, man, I really hope he does because he sometimes gets so fucking off rails, and he kind of comes back, but it doesn't really like that whole that whole section could have been cut out, Kanye, with like that over, over, uh, over indulging and, and like a thought that didn't really need to be said, you know. But uh, if Kanye West wants to get Kim back. Uh, or he can go the route of killing skeet Davidson and, and I think he exercised that quite a bit in his head yeah but yeah moving on man last week last weekend you know, last podcast that I did sometimes I take weeks off let's be honest last podcast I did I talked about uh, this whole organization taking, you know, getting taken down the gang lifestyle you know what the, the lifestyle ysl young young thugs label Gunna and, and young thug were locked up and they got the rico act and then i kind of went on about how certain people should you know gang members in the community now that was under what i first originally thought with the media, you know, the media's fake news. By the way, they they pushed it out like, "Yo, this is a bad, You know, he's in prison, he's in jail. I didn't know that the the, the case is pending. I mean, everyone's deserving uh, innocent until proven guilty. Now, just because there's all these indictments and charges, doesn't mean that they did any, half of them or all of them. You know, I was out of line to kind of assume because again. I tried to just make it funny, but I went down into a route of them already, you know, being these gangsters. Young Thug, you know, made sure that they're not a street gang. I think even, you know, RIP Lil Keed. Lil Keed uh, just passed away this weekend, too, under and he was under the YSL label, and wildly enough, days before his death on Instagram, He's posted YSL is not a street gang. You know, this was literally days before his death. So, again, with my conspiracy brain, I'm like, yo, he 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 was not under any indictments. He was not under anything, and he was deep with. He was literally the next protege of Young Thug. Young Thug signed him very early in his career, uh, in in Little Keith's career, uh, and and got him, you know, and showed him the ropes of, of. a lot of the music industries in the notes and, and Little Keed, well, with the help of Young Doug and the label, he was growing exponentially. And I, I was like like one of his feet. Fa- I think I mentioned him, like Little Keed and Little Got It. He's the brother of Little Got It. And, and those two guys were dope. They liked a lot of their music, man. And it sucks that, because they, they had a chemistry with their music. And then this will go on to, like just talking a little bit about... This, they had a chemistry with their music that I think like was was reminiscent of uh, like, like, a little uh, those little guys uh, that wear the crisscross, but like in the newer version of it, they had a very like, I just wish they had more music out there because like they had very good chemistry on a lot of their songs when they were both energetic coming into the booth. It was fucking flames, man, and I really like Little Keat and I re- I found him through. I was really big into Little Goddard when he made Crazy, but it's true. Again, not a not a good, like an album if your your label's being indi- you know under investigation. But it was like a fucking to be. I didn't think that they were gangster gangsters. I thought eh, maybe. Eh. Maybe, you know, they got a couple of guns, but for security reason. But, like, you know, every now and then walk around with a gun. Oh, yeah. But then, you know, you put the gun away and then you go live in your mansions. Right? You know, Young Thug and Gunna. Like, I don't mean, I go, yeah. they just push peas. And, you know, they take some pills and, you know, dance with some chicks in the club with your chains on. That's basically the extent of how gangster I thought they were. True. And then when this thing comes out, you go, okay, all their music's, you know, indictifies them, which is, or uh, not indict, uh, in indicts them. I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. Vindicated or whatever. It's, no, not, not even that. All their music is, I'm sorry, I took a couple edibles before I <laughs> about the podcast. All the music, you know, signifies that they became, you know, they were criminals, right? Or if they get charged with that, if you ever get charged with anything, it's going to suck. If I get charged with anything, it's going to suck trying to explain all of these podcasts. And I, I think I said this before, because it's fucking, I've admitted to like random sh- I'm like, yeah, I was on the Epstein Island. Yeah, I was... You know, I was in the Astro World war zone and a lot of people died. Yeah, I was doing this, and I, was, I just say it for the jokes, and and sometimes, a lot of the time, most people go, "How could you say that?" Until they actually get like, you gotta get, you gotta become a medium to larger fan of the weekend show, a medium chair because you know, you'll kind of get. Like these explanation. If you only listen to the first ten minute, every first ten minutes of this episode is fucking wild, and it's it's in a character. And then I slowly get into news of the day, but nothing hurt me more than the news of of losing little Keed man. And I want to take back what I said last weekend because uh, you know I now to now because I did read up a little bit about what's going on, and it does seem like. You know, this whole, uh, I think DJ Drama had a Rico case that he talked about. And he said, dude, yeah, we were like Ja Rule or, or you know, like all these like rappers and they were like, but then we weren't doing anything, bro. You get hit with a Rico or whatever and you're like Fat Joe and Ja Rule and all those people under under those labels or whatever at the time. DJ Drama talked about and said, all of that shit was like, scary it puts a hold on you and it fucks you up you got to buy lawyers you got to spend money on this and that and it fucks up your kind of flow in the music industry and yo young thug and you know little Keed, especially when the right when a nigga's about to pop right this guy was dropping hits after hits he just like the slam life and all of these guys are dropping huge bangers right they're popping man and, and they got the underground popping and they're right when little kid is about to pop through they fucking died and they don't even ask they don't even like the police are still you know processing and they're finding out no more but they only said he passed away so it's wild that they don't talk about it. especially young thugs locked up gun is locked up and and i have faith that ysl will come out of this and they'll come out on top man because i think now i after looking through a lot of the details of the case, and, and I won't go into, I mean, listing listening off so much fucking shit, I won't go into what, like, the 56 things are, and, and how they're trying to get his lyrics, like, I mean, it happens to every rapper, they're trying to get his lyrics, that you can be, like, almost an admission to the crimes that no proof of, of even happening happened, right? So, I have faith that they'll pull up, Young thug will pull up out of jail. I'm you gonna know, push and beat, and young know, thug and Gunner, you know, push some peas. And this time it's gonna mean papers. You know what I mean? You know, papers that that get the job done. That'll help them push the peas of the penitentiary door open, and they'll be able to uh, walk out this bitch richer than ever, man. And and R.I.P. p little key man. I'm gonna bump your. I'll make sure. I'll make sure. You know. I'll I'll put a couple of my favorite songs in the the description of the uh the podcast because i really like uh, little kid and he was young thug's fucking protege man they actually like literally he was mentored by little kid i mean sorry little kid was mentored by young thug so i'd say actually ah fuck i don't need to put it in all just check out his music man it's uh definitely like died at 24 which is uh I'm 28 just turned 28 which is wild like he's just a kid man like he had his whole life ahead of him and he was coming to into his own to like almost set a whole trend of new music like the the slime life with young thug and it's it's fucking sad and this is like definitely I would imagine that something like the takedown of of said uh, the takedown of of this indictment with a whole label, probably had something to do with it. Whether it's little kid feeling suicidal, or or whether you know you're just paranoid taking more peas than you need be, it, it's it's definitely I would think that because especially because they're not talking about it. Usually, when the police don't want to talk about a death, they go, "It's probably him." The police. That's that's especially days after. The family wants to know. The public wants. as fans want to know. Coming, they're taking so long. And if it says, "Oh, drugs," or you go, "They fucking, they did something to him." They came in, busting down the door, shot him by mistake, and they're like, "Okay, don't, don't say he was gunned down by the police, because police already have a pretty bad rap as is, and if they gunned down one, they would have to probably let the, the whole like, this. Mm-hmm. I don't know." The, but I digress that's been the weekend show with medium J I'm going to cut it short because these edibles are fucking me up dude I am I'm now all of them I took a bunch and I was like I don't think they're going to kick in took a bunch more and uh I'd say R.I.P. Lil Keat Young Thug and Gunner. you going to get out of this alive you know you guys are going hopefully you know make some good music and, and get out of this very fucked up predicament that you guys had but again DJ Drama was fucking in it and he said that shit fuck it. it's the hip hop police you know what I'm saying the hip hop police trying to lock every nigga down just cause they see a young nigga getting money and they wanna fuck us you know what I'm saying they wanna fuck us like Lori Lightfoot's gay army you know what I'm saying